You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! everybody out there in patreon land what's going on this is chris swinney the host of that one time on tour and this is a bonus episode exclusive for our patrons uh this is episode number two i hope that all you patrons are doing well i appreciate the support jackie and carl you'll be receiving your prize packs very very soon so uh don't worry about that sorry for the delay But this is our second bonus episode, and this comes from two years back on Facebook Live when I talked to my buddy, Sean Browning, a.k.a. Eddie Migraine. He was the leader and kind of mastermind of this punk band called The Migraines that signed to One Foot Records back in the day, and Eddie produced the first ever demo by my my band Chronic Chaos, and Eddie took me on my first ever actual tour where I played bass for the migraines. So uh, we go really far back. We tell some tour stories. Some of the audio is kind of sketchy since it is Facebook Live, but I think there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy this. Spread the word. Tell your friends to sign up for Patreon. I'm going to make this more of a regular thing. We're going to have new episodes out exclusive for all of you patrons. And uh, we're going to do a new contest starting uh, in a couple weeks. So I hope you guys are well, and here it is, my conversation with Sean Browning, a.k.a. Eddie Migraine. Hey, I'm on there now. Hey, what's up? Am I actually on your video? Yeah, I can see you. I don't know if anybody else can see you. So we need to to talk about this uh, story at the arcade. Yeah, yeah, we do. Hold on, I want to see. Can I do it this way? I don't want it. No, that doesn't work, does it? Now I'm like, all, I'm like all sideways and stuff. <laughs> okay, hold on. And you got to tell me how you did that because somebody else did that. Um, I went, I, went, I swiped over and it and it had your picture and I hit it and it invited you in. Yeah, so that's kind of a new. Fe- there's a new feature where you can add somebody to your video. That's that's kind of fun. All right, so here's what here's what happened. How, how many people are listening? Fifteen people. Okay, so here's what. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite tour stories of all time. All right, so we're, we're out on tour, and um, it was we weren't too far from home. I don't think. Hey, hey, was this the same tour that Tut got beat up in uh, Chattanooga? Were you with us when that happened? No. I, I, dude, you're gonna. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Gosh. Okay. The, the, this this night. This night, I'll never forget because. Okay, so, um, like Chris said, we were playing in an arcade, and um, uh, we were um, University of Tennessee. Yes, yes. In the gig, Knoxville. the gig. What's that? Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee, 
And the gig was actually inside an arcade. They did punk shows in this arcade. Part of our pay was, I don't know if it was pay, but like a gratuity, I guess, was yeah. we got uh, tokens. So we got to play video games and all that kind of stuff. And that I'm helps, not a big That helps you fill your belly and get gas to play video games when you're on tour. Right, exactly. Like, hey, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of money, but here, play some video games. But And I'm not a big that big of a video game guy to begin with. So... Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Yeah, so I, I was out calling my wife. Now, Tut was definitely into video games, but he was also way, way, way more into scoring alcohol. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there was none to be found. I mean, we were in an arcade. This is not a bar. You can't get somebody to buy you drinks because there's there's no alcohol. It's it's all ages arcade. So Tut kind of disappears. Not really disappears, but he's not inside the arcade. And I see him go outside, and he's sitting on this picnic table. Yeah. So I, I look over, and I see him. And, all right. So I go over, and I, I get on the pay phone. This is pre-cell phone days, if you can remember those days. When I didn't nobody have a cell phone. Yeah. Right, this is ninety nine, and so yeah, and, and so I called my called my wife, and I'm talking to her, and I overhear Tut talking to a bum. I hope you guys are watching this story because this is the best tour story of all time. So I hear Tut talking to this bum, and the bum looks at Tut, and he goes, "I'm a blood and a crip." <laughs> so I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, "Okay, that's pretty He's funny." Both. and he goes, "What's that?" Yeah, he's, he's both, both. And, and he's got a trench coat. He's, <laughs> I'm a blood and a crip. And he's got this uh, trench coat on, right? And he points to one area of the trench coat. He goes, I got a gun over here. I got a knife over here. I got a bomb over here. By this time, this guy has been sharing this bottle of something that looks like urine, uh, motor oil, uh, gasoline, blood, <laughs> spit, uh, tears of your victims, whatever it is, in a bottle. And he's sharing this with, with Tut. And, it, I mean, it looked horrible. I can't believe Tut's drinking out of it. I, I swear there was stuff swimming around in the bottle. But there's there, – what's that? I can believe he was drinking it. Yeah, of course. Options, the options were limited that night. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're passing this bottle back and forth. And, uh, and Tut had already scored some beer somewhere else earlier on. And uh, so – we um he Tut was pretty lit up by this point. And so this guy goes, I got a gun over here, I got a knife over here, I got a bomb over here. And Tut goes, Oh yeah? Are you threatening me? And he grabs the bum by by his trench coat. I'm watching the whole thing. I'm I go I told my wife, I go, hey, I gotta call you back. And I hang up and I go running over there. By the time I got there, you and Jimmy were already there. They're pulling Tut up off of this bum. And pulling him up off the bum and the bum stands up 
<laughs> and the first thing he was, he goes like this, like dusting himself off, which is really funny because there's no getting the dirt off of the trench coat anyway. He's go, going like this, like, you know, like, how dare you get me dirty? <laughs> and he's, he's, he's like wiping off the dirt of the trench coat. And he, and he looks at Tut. Okay, I'm sorry, politically incorrect. And this was 1999. But the bum looks at Tut, little short black guy, right? Looks at Tut and he goes, man, you a nigga I can roll with. <laughs> My bomb didn't even go off. And then he said, he goes, my bomb didn't even go off. <laughs> and then everybody's standing around, like the guys in the band and everything, just dying laughing. Next thing you know, Tut's like hugging the guy, and the guy became like his best friend in the world. And he, bought, least, he, bought, a, he bought a Migraine's vinyl at the end of the He did what? Life. He bought a record. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That and you know he doesn't have a player. He doesn't have a place to no, live. Right. And we were like, how's that guy even going to listen to it? <laughs> I think it was the Night Has Eyes. It was the Bobby Steele. Yeah. Like seven, is what he bought. Right. That's exactly right. So, um, I don't know. That's like one of my favorite tour stories of all time. It was just the whole thing was just so insane. Just that whole night was just goofy and insane. Now, okay, so this wrecking your van. I don't remember wrecking your van. There were there were girls that we'd stayed with somewhere, and they were like driving to the next show with us in their vehicle, and you were driving my van, and it was raining out, and they slammed on the brakes to stop at a red light, and you you bumped them. It wasn't oh okay okay wreck, but they were freaked out, and I think <laughs> like their bumper fell off or something, but the van was oh, fine. dude, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, like you didn't mess you didn't mess the van up, but it was just like we were all kind of freaked out because they were scared and their car was. Kind oh, of yeah, yeah. I don't even remember where we were at or who they were. No, <laughs> but, I don't but know. they were going to the show like with us. We'd stayed at their condo or something, and like they were yeah. showing how to get to the venue, but they slammed on their brakes and there was you kind of rear-ended them. I remember but, that. And then there was the time on my birthday, twenty-first birthday, where I got so drunk at Fort Walton Beach that I went to sleep in the back of the van. And when I woke up, we were in Texas and it was two days later. Like I did not wake up. I drove 20 oh. hours straight one time. This was a different time. That was it. I drove 20 What's that? Well, that was, that was probably what it was. Cause I just, I, I had like a whole day that was missing. Yeah. But I, I did, I did one time where I drove 20 hours straight, started hallucinating and they, the guy stopped me and said, that's it. You're done. Get, you know, go lay down. And I climbed in the back of the van and uh, I woke up and we were in Texas and I'm like, where are we at? And they're like, like, oh, we're in, uh, oh, where, where was it? It was, uh, what's, what's the name of the town that has the uh, Cadillac Ranch? It's that town. Amarillo. Uh, yeah. You're in Amarillo. And, um, <laughs> and I'm like, Amarillo, like, we had a show yesterday in, in, uh, in Phoenix. Or no, was it? I think it was Phoenix. No, no. Hold on. No, not Phoenix. It was a, uh, a, uh, uh, New Mexico, Albuquerque. I said, we had a show yesterday in Albuquerque. They're like, yeah, you played it. Huh? <laughs> what? Like, I, like, I, like I, I played the show and don't remember playing it. I was that tired. You got to be really tired not to remember playing a show. Well, dude, when I was, um, yeah, was, that, uh, that I was playing with the Ataris back in 2009, we went, to, we went to the UK and South Africa. And when we got back, we didn't have any time off. We, like, left the airport and went to a show. And I'm telling you, that whole week after we got back in the States, I don't remember 
any talking to anybody. I don't remember how they were. Like I was a zombie. Like when yeah. you have that that lag, or when you've been driving for twenty five hours or whatever, it's it's insane, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or when it's your twenty first birthday and you don't drink and you have like eighteen <laughs> shots and you go to sleep. And I'm sure that was. I'm sure I'm partly to blame for that. I'm sorry about that. But uh, oh, no, um, yeah, it was my um, birthday. I had to do something, right? Yeah. I'm obviously not that guy anymore, but uh, uh, I was yeah, a lot of funny stuff that happened. And I think, um, oh, the other thing that was funny was uh, just a great day was the whole day that we spent in um, Atlanta down at Little Five Points. And, uh, oh, yeah. and, and then we were leaving. Oh, and that's, that's where, you, remember that? There, you remember was a, the guy? there was a bum that had a, yes, yes, that's right. an ivy jacket, skull jacket. <laughs> yeah, man. Remember him telling me, like, man, the government the government stole my motorcycle and they stole my they stole my shoes and I walked down here from Savannah. <laughs> like, wait a minute, you walked down there from Savannah with no shoes? Yeah, the government took everything, man. And you know what? Let me tell you something. Later on, you see that piece of cardboard over there? I'm gonna oh, make me a sign and make me make me a sign that says, hey. <laughs> now correct correct me if i'm wrong but when we were in little five points the the plan was you were looking for a wig to be aussie do you remember that probably <laughs> probably you were there was there was something after we got back some kind of halloween show or something where you were going to do like an aussie song we were looking for a wig because we went to a wig store in little five points i'm not yeah that that's I, right. I, I have a tour diary. I read this like a week or two ago. And I don't, <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I wrote it all out. I, for almost every tour, I've got like at least yeah. like literature from it. But I remember oh. in Little Five Points, we were looking for a wig shop because you wanted an Aussie wig. Yeah, I mean, we probably did. Um, I, I, I was starting a um, a Black Sabbath tribute band, so maybe I was looking for it about that time. I don't know. I think that was what it was. <laughs> I, I did that for a while. That was fun. Um, but that little five points, the place that we played there, like right on the corner, uh, man, five thirteen club. What was it was called? It? The five thirteen club. Was that what it was? I think so. But I know there's a. I played there. I played there with Chronic Chaos too. A couple about a year or two later. Yeah. I, well, I do know that um, you know Tut was really into to um, uh, uh, Ben Folds Five, and yeah. there was one of their albums has a live song that was recorded. The, and like in that club during soundcheck they're just screwing around and it's like a rap song it's just really dumb and horrible but it's funny and they recorded it during their soundcheck and uh i remember they they talked about this guy and they're, they're, he's doing this rap and he says something about about a sound man with a fanny pack and a ponytail and we walked in and this dude big guy with a ponytail was wearing a fanny pack and Tut's like that's got to be the guy and so we walked up to him and we're like hey uh do you know the guys in Ben Folds 5 <laughs> dumb question to ask <laughs> he goes oh yeah they played here like about a year ago and recorded a song we're like yeah that's you and and so Tut was all like <laughs> he was like starstruck by the sound guy <laughs> that's the guy from the song but uh that was that was a fun gig not not a lot of people showed up but it was fun it was just fun being there, I think. Well, I mean, I just you you get you let me go. That was my first real tour. Like, I don't know if you know that or not, but like 
that was the first like chronic chaos had gone and done stuff in ohio and stuff like that but that was the first time where it was like a real full-on not come home for like four or five weeks tour so like you you helped me man i appreciate that thank you very much i i miss those days of going out for weeks on end i would love to do that again because i mean i just back in those days the migraines were i mean we were gone you know six months out of the year and um we didn't have anybody really back. And the record label at the time was really small and really bad. And uh, does, one just, foot, does one yeah, foot even exist anymore? I don't think so. Um, but but I also they I don't. don't yeah, they didn't really they didn't really care about us. They they were they cared more about the kind of like um, kind of like the, the California skater punk type stuff, like the. You know, that kind of West Coast, yeah. Well, just like they they had Mill and Colin on on the label for before Mill and Colin went on and became big, but um, they had bands like that. Whereas our our sound was more of a Midwest, maybe even East Coast punk rock thing. Yeah. And their thing was that West Coast punk rock thing. I mean, actually, like your band, like Chronic Chaos, had was, was really a really good blend of West Coast and East Coast punk because you guys. Definitely understood Screeching Weasel, but you also understood No Effects. So, you know, it was really good. What's that? Yeah, we, we, uh, when I listen to those records now, it's like, gee, did, did we have all the No Effects, all the Fat Records bands like on rotation when we were writing albums? <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you, you play what you're influenced by, you know, and yeah. I mean, obviously, Sloppy Seconds, Vindictives, you know, for us, but um, those are obvious, but we we're also, you know, Ramones misfits and that kind of stuff found its way into what we were doing but uh that um they just didn't care about us so a lot of times when it came to promotion you know we would you know book these tours hand in our tour schedule and they're oh yeah we're gonna do all this promotion for you guys and it just didn't happen but what, what was weird though is like over the course over the course of time though we uh kind of developed this like kind of cult following and it's weird even even today when grave robber goes out of town People go, hey, are you the guy from are you the guy from the migraines? I still get that. I would have thought people would have forgotten about that a long time ago, honestly, because like I, I forgot a lot about about it, a lot of stories. I mean, there's certain things yeah. I remember, but but even songs like we, we did the the migraines reunion recently, and there were a bunch of songs that I had completely forgotten that I even wrote. You know, we were talking about doing songs, and the guys would throw out a certain song, and I'm like, I don't even remember <laughs> that. And but I did, we did eventually track down every single song that we've ever recorded. And there's a there's a Bandcamp page that's got every um, every migraine song. I think every migraine song ever recorded. I think is on there. If I'm missing something, it's I'd be surprised if I'm missing anything. But so juvenile, kind of, all that stuff's on there. Yeah, yeah. There was a bunch of stuff we recorded. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we recorded about the time that remember when Chronic Chaos came up and recorded in Columbia City. Yeah, that little that. studio my friend Dan had. We, we recorded some stuff there too that never really made it onto a record or anything. So we we made this lost, you know, lost okay. album thing and, and put all that stuff onto one album. And Tut used to have this phrase. He used to say, he would say, uh, uh, "The worst we could do is fail." So that's what we called it. And so it's just like this lost album, but it's not really an album. It's a collection of things we recorded here and there and whatever. But, um, but I think, I think it's everything we we ever recorded, but I mean, somebody somewhere will probably look at that and go, no, I've got this track somewhere. The funny thing is like where I got the tracks was uh, 
Do you remember? Um, oh, great! Now I'm gonna forget his name. Are you kidding? Me? Jeremy, Jeremy, remember Jeremy from uh, Corpus Circus? Jeremy Isaacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's on the East Coast now, and I'm like, man, I can't find all these tracks. And he's like, I've got all of them. I'm like, what? Like, how in the world do you have that? And so he had yeah, to send me. Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. He's he's tattooing now, isn't he? Yep, yep, yep. He was a great drummer, so I hope he's still yeah. doing music and, and all that too. So. But a lot of dudes that were doing punk rock when we were doing punk rock, you know, they're not doing it anymore, you know. I want to so. get back into it. Like when I was living, I was living down in Alabama for the last, like I'm down Gulf Shores for the last like five or six years. I was in a cover band. It was reggae. Our singer was from Jamaica. And we did some punk here wow. and there. But I would really like to get something going again. Like do like a sort of like in the style of hot water music or like some of the poppier like old punk stuff. That's yeah. what I'd like to do. I just... Trying to find the time. I'm getting ready to be a dad again next month, so it's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, cool. man. I know you know all I, uh, You got some kids. <laughs> yeah, I've got four. Yeah, Holly and I have four kids. Um, I'm, I'm playing in a punk rock cover band that's a blast. Um, and actually, our, our guitar player is Chris Goldback from uh, Against All Authority. He moved oh, up awesome. here to Fort Wayne. and Yeah. And he's he's a killer drummer, but he's he's equally a good guitar player. So he's he's playing guitar for that. And uh, this other dude named uh, Matt Smith, who works at Sweetwater, and then myself, and then uh, one of my lifelong friends, Mike Deaton, on drums. And we're doing this like uh, it's just punk rock covers. It's all the classic stuff, you know, like Black Flag and Dead Kennedys, and just all you know, all the classic bands and. It's just it's just a fun thing that we, we just get together and get our yayas out every once in a while. And still <laughs> yeah. doing Grave Robber, um, and I started kind of like an East Coast style hardcore band called um, All the Departed. And then some stuff went down with our singer at the time, and he ended up going to jail. It was bad wow. news. Yeah, yeah. And then we lost our drummer, and so that that whole thing's just been kind of on indefinite hiatus. So. But you know, if the right right dudes come along, you know, we'll pick it back up. Well, maybe That's maybe that. you and I, maybe we need to get together and figure something out, man. Well, you know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Chris. Um, he's a great dude, and but he's like, I just can't, I just can't do the cover band very much. You know, I mean, if that's something you'd be interested, in, I could send you a set list, and you know, it's just something yeah, for fun. Send me a set list. I nope. probably know half of them. You know, you probably do. Yeah, and it's there's no aspirations. You know, we're not making merchandise. We're not. We're not recording anything. We're not. We're not gonna. Probably not even play out of town. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, are, are you still down in Muncie? Uh, Muncie area. Yeah, I'm in Grant County, which is like right okay. north of Muncie. So yeah, it's not a yeah. bad driving Fort Wayne. It's like 50 minutes, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Like that. But yeah, hey, my uh, my student just got here. We've got 10 people watching. Okay. So, but yeah, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you very soon to the three people. Okay. Watching. Bye. I'll see you later, man. Thanks for talking with me. It was great talking to you. Take care. I'll talk to you soon, man. Bye. Right. Bye. So there it was, my Facebook Live conversation with Sean Browning, a.k.a. Eddie Migraine. That was so long ago. It's insane to think back. That was like 98. Oh, man, it's such a long time ago. 
But uh, this was number two, episode number two, bonus content for the patrons. I hope you guys liked it. Much more of this to come. So tell your friends, tell your family, sign up over at patreon.com forward slash TOTOT podcast. But if you're listening to this, you've already done that. There also is a new tier. We have one person that's signed up so far. There's a producer tier. If you want to get more involved and help out and become a producer of the show and get a shout out and be included on the posts and all kinds of stuff, sign up for the producer tier. It is on the Patreon, but I'm going to get out of here and I am going to play a migraine song. This is called The Night Has Eyes, and it features ex-misfit Bobby Steele. So hope you guys enjoy this. This is Chris. I'm out of here. See you on the next episode. Peace. I'm Flynn McLean. We want to tell you about our podcast, None But the Brave, which is dedicated to taking a deep dive into the work of Bruce Springsteen. We're currently in our fifth season. Our latest episodes focus heavily on Bruce's 2024 tour and have featured such guests as Anthony Castrovince from MLB Network and Barstool's Kirk Minahan. We're also covering the 40th anniversary of Bruce's biggest record, Born in the USA. And as part of that, coming up this week, Uproxx cultural critic Stephen Hyden returns to the show for a fascinating hour-long conversation about his new book. There was nothing you could do. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA and the End of the Heartland. To listen, you can go to our website, mbtbpodcast.com, or subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform. We hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.